Let's go. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bingetown TV. I am Paul, your host, and my co-host here today are Luke and Brian. And we have a really special treat for you guys this evening. Um, we have the privilege of talking to one of the strongest men in the world, the holder of the New Zealand national record for the farmer's walk and stone lifting, actor, stuntman, two-time impact pro wrestling heavyweight champion, 2004, 2005, New Zealand's strongest man, kickboxer, mixed martial artist, a man of many talents. He played the legend of Theocles, the man who fought over 100 men and never fell, the shadow of death, ladies and gentlemen, Ruben De Jong. Ruben, how are you today? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm good, thanks. Um, thanks for having me. Thanks when so much want, for being when here. Lay, when you lay all of that out like that, it sounds quite impressive. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very impressive. You've got a lot of titles, man. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's all past tense, though, eh? It's all, you know. <laughs> so, uh, good morning to you, uh, because for those who don't know, Ruben lives in New Zealand, so it's about 8 a.m. there, and it's 3.30 p.m. here in Pennsylvania. So th thank you for uh, coming on today. No, that's, that's fine. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Ruben, we just really want, we just appreciate the fact that you were, you were flexible for us because we know a lot of people on the Spartacus Reddit have been clamoring to hear this interview because um, we're all just, you know, if we're still watching Spartacus 10 years after the fact, we're all just super nerds for the show. And you play one of the best characters the entire show. While you weren't in it for long, it was one of the most impactful episodes <laughs> I've ever seen of any television show. It was amazing. Yeah, it's it's a little bit surreal for me because the um, the show did play in New Zealand, but it it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was hugely popular here, but uh, overseas, um, Europe and, and America and whatnot, um, it, it's just it's been hugely popular. So for me, you know, ten years after the fact, people are still contacting me um, quite regularly. I'll get you know um, DMs or people contacting me, sort of saying, hey, "You're you're that guy Theocles," and sort of for me, it's, it's <laughs> It's it's sort of nothing really, you know. It, it's yeah. it's you know, but to other people, it's it's sort of a major deal, you know. So it is quite humbling, yeah. Well, you're such a memorable character from the series of Spartacus. I mean, everybody knows Theocles. That that battle was just so epic, and it it was just so fun. So that doesn't surprise me at all. That even ten years after the fact, people are still asking you questions about it. And obviously, that's why we're here. That's why we tracked you down and got you on the mic. Um, no, it's, it is it is awesome. I mean, it's good to have sort of that uh, that lasting lasting effect on um, on, on the fans, I guess. I, I sort of I sort of yeah, it feels feels a bit weird to use that term because I don't think of myself as anyone famous for lack of better terms or anything, you know. But it's you know, yeah, it's good. I'm um, I'm, I'm happy that uh, people enjoyed it. Well, I've seen the show probably at this point like 10 times and specifically your episode probably like 20 times. So to me, you're very famous. I'm, <laughs> I'm just giddy over here. And I really love that you decided to come onto the podcast with us. Oh, no, no worries. I was, I was a little bit sort of surprised when, um, when you contacted me and uh, sort of said, hey, would you mind? I said, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind. It's sort of nothing <laughs> to me, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just, just an early morning out of bed on Sunday. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So we're just going to jump into a couple of quick questions that we just want to, that a lot of the fans were asking us to ask you. Um, and the first one that's, that's obviously going to come up is how did the uh, Spartacus team find you to play Shadow of Death? Was it like through audition or was it through reputation? How did that happen? 
so New Zealand is a um, pretty small country, as, as you're probably pretty aware. And I I met a lot of the Stunt Guild um, back in 2004 when I sort of started getting into movies and stunt works on uh, the set of Narnia. Um, so basically, I, I'd imagine when the when the role for Theocles came through the you know down the pipeline, they knew they needed someone big, and they sort of needed someone that was in shape and that was capable of. of yielding a sword and whatnot so they sort of came directly to me and just sort of said look we've got this part for you you know how, how do you feel about it so um yeah i production themselves i'd say it sort of already cast me for the role long before they'd come to me you know yeah that's pretty awesome did did you have to because you said that they came to you and you were already like in shape and everything but did you have did they ask you to prepare to play this part in any specific way if you needed to bulk up cut down or anything along those lines what did they ask of you no not not really there um i did go to a few uh gladiator training days they were they were um they were getting a lot of the the the, the crew together and they were running them through sort of movement classes and um uh you know just how to how to hold how to hold a sword and yield a sword and stuff like that so they, they did ask me to go along to a couple of those um but uh that was yeah there, there wasn't a lot of training on that sort of side of things i um i've done a lot of martial arts and stuff and over the years and whatnot so i've um i'm pretty sort of i've done, I've done a lot of weapons training and whatnot anyway so it, it all it all came together pretty pretty well we did do a lot of training um regarding the the fight sequence though it was it was very long so we did go over and over it a lot you know right so what did it, could you elaborate a little bit more on your on your history of like handling weapons? What is your training as far as that? This it sounds like that wasn't the first time you would held a sword or anything. Well, no, I I have got a first degree black belt in a uh, traditional Japanese system called uh, ninjutsu, which wow, basically, <laughs> I'm basically a ninja. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we um, I'd, I'd done that for. Oh, many years. Um, so we've done a lot of weapons to hold a sword or how to move and what it is. It's all sort of a little bit of a crossover effect, you know? Yeah. So all of that did come in handy. Uh, so another quick question I had is um, when you're doing the actual fight scenes, were you holding the swords or was that kind of like CGI post-production or did they actually make you use the weapons the entire time you were filming? No, they were... Um, no, I was using the swords the whole time. Uh, they were... They weren't too heavy. Um, I'm a little bit stronger than some, so it was all right. <laughs> but um, it, it was kind of like a uh, sort of a rubber-molded sword with a uh, sort of like a, a sort of a steel insert to, to give it sort of a bit of rigidity. Um, so, yeah, they they were large. They were specifically made for me um, for my role because because of my size. They did originally give me a couple of the swords that everybody else was using. But they were just they they were just sort of too small for yeah. <laughs> for a guy who's seven seven odd foot tall, you know. Yeah, yeah. for the legend. Did they ever? Uh, did they let you keep any of those swords as a memento or anything from filming? Uh, well, no, no. A lot of a lot of that stuff um, it actually all got sold. Uh, we've we've got a um, an online um, sales system in New Zealand called Trade Me. 
Uh, I guess it's kind of like your Craigslist or, or something like that over okay. there. You know, you go on, you buy secondhand goods. And uh, no, a lot of it all sort of got put away into storage. We weren't allowed it. I did ask the question if I could keep, keep parts <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, and no, we weren't allowed to. But then, then years later, it all just got sold very cheap online. Um, I guess people bought it as just... You know, they, they would have known what it was, but I don't think the, the show had really sort of taken off to sort of get to where it is now. Um, so, yeah, a lot of that stuff just sort of got lost. I, you know, it was a bit disappointing, really. Man, that's a shame. Telling no to the shadow of death, man. That takes some guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the people that hold the checkbook wield the power. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. All I know is I would have paid double for whatever they sold for to get those Theocles swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, it's, um, a funny, funny story is, is years and years later, um, a girlfriend that I had at the time. We, um, I, I sort of like going to antique stores and, and stuff like that in the weekends, you know, like, uh, you know, you just kind of potter around. And there's a store close to where I live here in Auckland. And there was um, somehow the, the owner of the store had got hold of uh, the, um, the, oh, I don't even know what to call it, like the, 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 not the swords, but the like the boots and the sort of like the tunic that I was wearing in in, in it. Okay. Um, but he so he, he had the he had the clothes for lack of better terms. Right. But he had also mixed those up with some swords that I had used and another thing that I'd filmed in New Zealand. I filmed an ad for um, the Samsung TV um, for a big curved screen. These TVs came out years ago and. Um, the swords that I had in that were actually hero swords that had been used in the filming of the movie 300. No way. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's, that somehow ended up down here in New Zealand. And, um, I played a gladiator in that as well. And, um, but some, some, somewhere along the line, the clothing from, um, from, uh, oh God, it's early. I need more coffee. From <laughs> the Oculus and um, the swords from this gladiator had somewhere been put together. And this guy, this guy had, had bought them and they were just on a display in his, um, in his store. I, I asked him if he was interested in selling them and sort of tried to explain the history of the pieces to him. But he kind of looked at me like I was a little bit insane and just some sort of weird guy talking to him. But he, he just—he wasn't really—he wasn't really interested in selling yeah. them. So I just kind of—I sort of moved on a little bit. I'm not even too sure if they'd still be in the store. Oh know. man, yeah, he probably yeah. um probably didn't even recognize you because your makeup on the show <laughs> is a little different from how you look in real life. Yes. Well, yeah, it's um. I mean, to be fair, he kind of probably just thought I was mad. Oh, sometimes <laughs> this guy, you know what I mean? You wouldn't really believe it, but um. Yeah, no, the makeup, the makeup, man. That was that was some really intense long hours. It was, um, it was, it was quite ridiculous how long I was sitting in that chair some days. Yeah, I was actually about to just ask you that. So you were you were in the makeup chair for a crazy amount of time. Um, did you have to shoot scenes and then go to makeup and then shoot some more scenes where you would have some injuries? Uh, they, they were quite progressive because I was in the chair for up to six hours sometimes. It was, Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a really long time. I, I actually sort of, I got to the point where I could actually just sleep there and people would work around me. Oh, um, 
Yeah, yeah, it was sort of, uh, it was it was very early starts. And uh, obviously, the further through the flight scene you got, the more makeup you needed regarding more cuts and, and blood and whatnot. So they were quite a, well aware of the timing of the make, you know, how long the makeup was taking. So they sort of did progress the makeup with the flights. The, the, the continuity was quite good. They weren't really sort of going backwards and forwards um, regarding, you know, shooting the scene. Um, but towards the end, uh, there was some extremely early morning makeups calls. And um, they actually, about the last week of filming, I was I was on set for about 18 hours a day. The the days were huge. Um, you know, if you got six, seven hours of makeup, you know, and then a 10-hour filming day, which is, you know, generally what you do when you're on set. Um, yeah, it, it was huge. They actually ended up um, finding a motel that was very close to the set and putting me in there just because it, it cut down on, on travel time, which just gave right. them more time to be able to sort of have me on set. So I almost feel embarrassed to ask, but someone on the Reddit told us to ask, did you do all your own stunts? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so, yeah, so to, to me, there was, there was nothing in there that wasn't hard, really. Um, mm. But give, given my background of, of professional wrestling and, and martial arts and whatnot, um, yeah, there wasn't anything that I, yeah. I, I sort of ever was concerned about. Um, most of my concerns came from the other two with the swords, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> not, not from what I was doing. So now that a lot of people are dying to know what it was like working with Andy and Manu on the scene. Uh, can you speak to a little bit like they were, or what they were like to work with on film and then also what they were like off the screen as well? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start with Andy because everybody is was so fond of him. Uh, he, he was a great guy. I couldn't say a bad word about him. Um, he was, he was very humble and he was very warm. He was quite happy to, um, you know, just come and talk to you. He was always very, um, very welcoming. Um, yeah. You know, he was, um, you know, he was sort of one of the first guys that would sort of say good morning to you or in the morning, and you know, when you arrived on set and stuff like that. So he was, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately what happened to him was, um, it was just very unfortunate, you know, it was, it was yeah. very sad. He was um he was a great guy and you know nobody deserves that but he certainly didn't you know he was um yeah he was he was he was a very nice guy. Anything about Manu? Uh, Manu I'd I'd met previously but just through um you know the New Zealand scene I'd actually I actually knew him because I've worked as a a doorman a bouncer for many years as well so I, I kind of just bumped into him through different uh, nightclubs and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but he was, he's very passionate about what he done. And um, yeah, they, they were both, both, um, they were both, both very welcoming, I should say. Uh, I spoke to Manu uh, about um, just working with some of the WWE wrestlers as well, because he had filmed a movie called The Condemned, which uh, it, you may or may not have heard it. It was just, a, it was like a WWE production. That yeah, it was a, that was a great movie. <laughs> bunch of guys on an island trying to kill each other you know so um oh yeah, yeah so awesome. I, I actually i actually had it at home and um just you know being a bit of a 
fanboys somewhat, you know, I actually bought it in and just asked them to sign it for me, you know, just I thought, yeah. why not, you know what I mean, like, I've got it, so it'd be cool to have someone actually in the film sign it, you know, and he, he was more than, you know, more than gracious about doing it, and we just had a bit of a laugh about it and stuff, and just spoke about the wrestlers and whatnot, so, mm-hmm. no, he, he was cool, he was cool, he was more than happy to talk to you and sort of offer you guidance and whatnot about things, and, and yeah, it was good. That's always nice to hear, because, you know, they play these gladiators with, you know, these tough exteriors, and, you know, they barely have feelings. So it's cool to actually, you know, hear that they were good guys. <laughs> yeah, we love to just hear that some of our favorite characters are nice people off the screen. Mm-hmm. You confirm that for no, us. They're, awesome um, they're just pretty pretty normal human beings behind the makeup and everything, you know. Was, yeah. um, considering considering um, the length of the days and um, what went into that, that scene, you know, and pretty much just continuously – we were 100%, you know, we were, if, if something had gone wrong and someone was in the wrong place or anything at any given stage, they would have been, been hit with a sword. Like we were going 100% all the time. Um, luckily, there was there was no no accidents or anything like that. And right. um, I, I think given the efforts we all put into that fight scene and the fact that it's, it's so mal sort of remembered 10 years down the track, everything sort of paid off. Um, but yeah, no, no, we we all got on well, and uh, I, I think sort of the 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 end product sort of speaks for itself, you know. That was actually one of the things we always comment while we're talking about this show is how impressed we are with the fight choreography. Uh, would you say someone who's been around, you know, choreographed fights for a lot of your life, would were you pretty impressed with how it was handled? Uh, while filming the show relative to some of the other things that you've had choreographed it, it was the um the stunt team in new zealand really is is second to none i mean our, our guys they they travel around the world they they go all over the place you know what i mean our, our guys are in so many big hollywood films these days you know that uh they've definitely got the skill base to be able to do things like that i mean just just because we sort of live in this little country down the bottom of the world um yeah. doesn't doesn't mean that our, our our skill is sort of any less but no the guys that were working on, on that show were, were amazing um I, I i don't know if this is fact or not but i'd actually heard that the fight scene had won some awards um years ago you know when when, when spartacus was sort of still coming out and whatnot um yeah I, i'd never been told directly but i had sort of heard through the grapevine and from yeah. words of mouth from people that i know that it had which um but apparently the uh the awards went to the stunt guild not to me <laughs> still a bit bitter about because i think it should have gone to me but hey anyway we digress hey we agree with you too over here <laughs> absolutely we, that scene like i can't praise that scene enough that scene is one of the reasons that i love recommending this show to people it's just because it's such a climax and it's only and it's only in the middle of the season it was just so epic like your character was done so well and it just it just really submitted cemented who spartacus would become for the rest of the season and andy just he grew so much in that in that single episode that we just love talking about theocles yeah, I, I think um, yeah, sort of in 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 film, you know, like they might sort of say each each movement is kind of like a, a beat or something. Have you guys heard that before? Uh, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, hey, it may even just be something we use down in New Zealand. I'm not right. sort of not too sure, you know. But you know, you might do sort of ten movements or something. They'll say that's ten beats, you know. And I think 
I, I, I forget now because it was so long ago, but the amount of beats that I had in that were, were huge. I, I think the movements and strikes that I had just myself was more than double of what the other two had actually just been done themselves, you know. So it, it was huge. Uh, there was a lot of lot of prep that went into that, that fight, you know, and basically just going over it over and over and over and over right. again. You know, it's, um, uh, oh, God, I dread to think. You know, when I was in the middle of it, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> when will it end when will it end yeah I, I gotta ask when you were filming those scenes did you at the time know the context in the plot or were you just told what to do and they like did you know what was what this would mean for the actual story itself no we um we weren't told too much um i guess they just didn't really want all that information getting out you know um obviously i, I knew things weren't going well for me at the end of it all um <laughs> and whatnot but um no, no, I didn't. I, we we were sort of we we had to sign the confidentiality things and whatnot. Right. I I think um, I mean it was only I mean it hadn't even got out yet Spartacus, but I think they knew already what they had was going to be a winning formula. You know, um, I, I, I yes, yeah, so I, I think they kept all of that stuff pretty you know close you know wrapped and whatnot you know and. Uh, yeah, we were, we were, you know, we had to sign a lot of, as I said, confidentiality things and things like that, you know, and, and yeah, sort of hush, everything was sort of kept very quiet, you know, security guards on set and, and whatnot. And in New Zealand, that's, it's, it's not unheard of, you know, but it's kind of New Zealand, man, you can kind of do what you want down here, wander around, you know, and yeah. nobody asks too many questions, you know, but that, that was, it just had a, uh, a different feeling about it unit you know like they knew it was going to be something special so they sort of right. kept it under under wraps you know yeah and i've definitely read that about the show that I, i'm pretty sure that star is already greenlit this, a second season before the first episode even aired so you're exactly right like they knew that everyone was going to love this show just as much as we do here yeah and yeah, back... it's, um... sorry carry on no i was just all i was going to say was for not knowing the context of your character um, in the storyline wise, I mean, you were a legend that was, you know, they talked about you in the show before you were ever seen for multiple episodes before. So when you finally came out into the arena and, you know, we, I wasn't sure what to expect the first time I was watching it, like this, this legend, this beast is coming out. And then you walked out and, I thought it was absolutely perfect. You you looked like this big monster who was just ready to slice everything down. So it was absolutely perfect in my eyes. Oh, it's uh, it's not a lot different to normal day in the life for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd um I'd I'd actually already been on set before because I, I'd already filmed another part in um in season one, um one of the earlier episodes. Um, so I, I kind of. I, it was an unrecognisable part, um, so um, I sort of knew the lay of the land and, and whatnot. It was an interesting set because it was an old, um, it was an old sort of meat meat works an abattoir, you know, where they used to slaughter animals. So um, yeah, it was yeah, it was it was it was an interesting place. Just because I think all three of our eyes kind of lit up. You played someone earlier in the season. What was unrecognizable but what was the character that you played earlier in the season? Uh, I was in a um <laughs> I was actually in an in an, in an orgy. I was in a sex <laughs> Oh nice there, you go. there we go. Okay. <laughs> we'll be yeah, sure to review the films on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was um 
yeah that was interesting that was interesting um so yeah i i had um <laughs> you know i was doing the business and there was a whole lot of other business going on you know and there was um uh how do i say this without upsetting anyone i don't know what the pc term is but a uh a, a, a midget or a small person i'm not even too sure what yeah. we're supposed to call them yeah he was he was kind of running around doing things and getting in there and whatnot as well so um but that that part was um that was an unrecognizable part i, I had a mask on um so yeah my, my agent sort of said look you know if you want to do it it's all good they'll pay you um but we don't want to sort of make you do anything that might hurt your career for lack of better right. terms so um, yeah, the only the only sort of um, the only way we agreed to do that was if I was going to be sort of completely unrecognisable for any mm -hmm. further things. Um, I would have imagined that they had already had a fair idea that they wanted me to play the Oculus. So I, I doubt that they would have sort of wanted me to do anything that would have uh, hurt that in the long run as well. Um, right. But yeah, so yeah, I had been on before. Um, I had been had been earmarked to play another role as well, but. Um, once I got Theocles, that part got dropped. It was um, it ended up going to a guy called Josh, who's a, um, a stuntie in New Zealand as well. Uh, quite a big guy, but not as big as me. Sort of like the next next size down. Uh, they wanted right. me to sort of there was a um, sort of like a pit fighter, a, um, a fight uh, and sort of a pit. The guy had sort of like of spikes on his fists and stuff. Yeah, they they had spoken to me about playing that part as well. Um, but once once I'd sort of played Theocles, it that was it really. You know what I mean? The Achilles was the better role to get, 100%, <laughs> oh, and, and yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Definitely. So can I shift the conversation towards a question? I just want to know, did you watch the show as it was coming out, or did you – how did that go? Did you, did you like the show itself after you were finished? Um, no, we, um, we, didn't, we didn't get it down here. It hasn't aired on TV. Um, right. I've got – years later, I went and bought the, uh, the box set um, of that season, uh, just because you sort of collect what you're in, you know. Um, so I, I do have that, but um, I actually had to watch it quite a quite a while after it had actually sort of been released overseas. Um, I don't. Um, people still sort of laugh at me now, but I don't have internet access at home or anything. Uh, anything that I do, I use my phone. Um, I just don't really have a need for it. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't have Netflix or anything like that. Not that that was around back then. So, yeah, I I'm sort of had to wait for it to come out on DVD before I went out and got it. Uh, I haven't watched it all the way through. I'm probably my, like, I'm my worst critic in the world. I guess most people are, you know. So I kind of watched it and was like, oh, my God, you know, could have done that better, could have done that better, yeah. you know what I mean? Or is that what I sound like? Is that what I look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah, I, I tend to um, I tend to sort of judge myself quite harshly when I when I watch myself um, above board on everything, you know, whether I'm wrestling or doing anything, you know. Um, so I sort of if I do do something, I might pick it up and watch it once, and then just sort of go, oh my god, and put it down. Um, it just kind of gets put put in the back room and archived as um, you know, been there, done that. And um, yeah, so no, uh, to answer your question, yes, I have watched it, um, but no, I haven't watched all the seasons all the way through. Have you seen the prequel season? Yes, I did watch that. Okay. Um, unf unf I, I guess just unfortunately for the whole Spartacus franchise, when Andy sort of left it and passed, I think it was very sort of detrimental to it. I think it, it sort of hurt it beyond repair. Um, because he was 
he was, you know, Spartacus, you know. So when you lose, when you lose that sort of, when you lose something so that sort of so important to it, it's it's kind of hard, you know. I, I don't think it ever really recovered, you know. Just just my opinion. I don't think it was really ever the same. Sort of lost a piece of magic, I guess. You know, you might say. Absolutely. Yeah, we've discussed that on the podcast before. Um, Liam McIntyre, who takes over for Spartacus, he's he's a great actor. He's a fantastic Spartacus. But Andy was made for this role. He's who we fell in love with, like that drove this show to become one of our favorites. Andy was just so inspirational. And like losing his first season was just like all that character development, all that attachment just never really recovered, like you're saying. But the prequel season was definitely was definitely a good filler. And I think the re- one of the reasons we wanted to bring this up to you was because we originally, when it was coming out, were thinking that there was a chance we were going to get another Theocles versus Animaeus, which is like the whole legend, you know. Did they talk to you about this? Did you think there was a chance that you might be reprising your role? There was always sort of um, talk about things. I mean, there was talk about a zombie Theocles. There was talk about all sorts of stuff, you know. Wow. Um, <laughs> But yeah, nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know how they were going to piece my head back together. I don't know about that one. But yeah, <laughs> I, 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 given the fact that they had to go backwards, you know, I, 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 I got the feeling. Well, I'm pretty certain that the prequel was never planned. You know, it was just like, right. You know, Andy got Andy got sick, and I was like, holy shit! Like, what, what, what can we do to try and save for this thing? You know, and. Um, you know, the best thing we can do is do a prequel, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I think it might have been, I mean, I don't know, I kind of got the feeling it was just all a little bit sort of rushed, you know, that maybe they didn't, was the direction there, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was still good, but it can't have been easy for production to sort of have to go back in time like that. And there, there was a little bit of talk about um, me going back, um, but it was sort of only talk, nothing was ever you know, obviously I wasn't in it, but there was, yeah, it's sort of nothing you've ever eventuated from it. Would have been good. Would have been good. My uh, my bank account would have enjoyed it, you know, but it, um, no, it just never <laughs> happened, unfortunately, you know. Never happened. Uh, a zombie Theocles. Um, that's funny that you say that because there's uh, a discussion going around for a while now, a few years, and you've spoken about it, but what would you think about uh, Theocles versus the mountain from Game of Thrones fight? Who would come out on top? Oh, of that? <laughs> I, um, I actually, I actually got that meme somehow somewhere yeah. along the line. I, I saw it, you know, and I shared it on my Instagram page and um, I thought, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, not being biased, but I think I'd kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have all been me, you know, um, but now, like, um, I mean, you know, half Thor is actually, what is he, he's looking at actually fighting, fighting for real now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's, sign me up, I'll fight him for real as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, I might see him I in the ring. I appreciate that. <laughs> that would there's, be incredible. There's a, there's a super fight, he's got a bit of size on me, but hey, I'll, I'll give it a crack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Um, yeah, so another thing I wanted to ask you, um, so you're pretty much known as Theocles for his main quote when he, after he's kind of halfway through the fight with Spartacus and Crixus and the, and the crowd thinks that they're already victorious and then he stands up and then being you gives the scream of about Capua, shall I begin? 
And, you know, fans go crazy over that. Everyone on Reddit wanted us to, to just kind of ask you about that line. Was any of that, was that all just like pre-planned? Did they tell you what to emphasize? Because that line was delivered so amazingly. No, that was, um, that was just, that was just scripted. I think it was the, probably the only thing I said during the whole thing, other than a lot of yelling and screaming. Yeah. Um, no, that, that, that was, um, that was just, that was written in. Um, so no, it, it's, it, it had a, um, it had a powerful effect, you know, it certainly, it was direct and to the point. Um, it sort of gave that feeling that I had just been allowing them to sort of play with me, you know, which, I guess is what the desired effect was, uh, but yeah, it has it has gone over well. I've I've sort of used the line. Um, well, I've sort of crossed over into my wrestling career somewhat as well. You know, shall <laughs> no I begin? Way. So, um, but in saying that, um, in New Zealand, uh, I mean, the show was popular here, but it, it was. A lot more well received around the world, you know. It, it, um, yeah, it's it's yeah. The recognition that it receives overseas is, is far more than than sort of New Zealand. Uh, I think sort of yeah, it pro- probably was lost in New Zealand a little bit. You know, it, it wasn't wasn't as popular as as I said as like sort of around the world. You know, definitely. You guys got anything? Yeah. Yeah, so we were looking to go to a set of rapid-fire questions just quick, right off the top of your head, whatever your answers are. So we got oh, nine of these here for you. Ready for oh, them? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too early in the morning for you, but... Okay, so number oh, one, what is, your favorite, what is your favorite song? My favorite song? Oh, God. I couldn't tell you, but my favorite artist is Johnny Cash, so... okay. We'll take a lot that. of music depends. A lot of music depends on mood, so that's sort of like a hard one, yeah. Definitely. But Johnny Cash, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what is your favorite sport, both to play and to watch? Uh, my favorite sport would be uh, kickboxing. Okay. Yeah, or fight sports. Yeah. Gotcha. What would be your nerdiest hobby? My nerdiest hobby, uh, I collect um, figurines. <laughs> okay. What kind of figurines? Uh, sort of uh, wrestling figurines, um, Batman, you know, just those little things. Nice. Like, nice. You know, I, I mean, I'm I'm just a nerd like the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, someone said to me the other day, you know, he was saying something. A guy that I'm actually got a wrestling match coming up with, you know, and he was um, he was a little bit concerned because of the shape that I'm in compared to the shape that he's in. You know, and right. I said, mate, I don't care about that stuff. You know, I don't care. You know. And he's like, oh, I said, I'm just a nerd like the rest of us. And he goes, oh, yeah, but you're a nerd with a six-pack, you know. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. Like, it's, you know, we're, we're all just geeks. <laughs> I love that. I love that answer. Uh, next one I got here, and actually right when we were getting started, I saw your dog get into the frame, but cats oh, are yeah. dogs. Uh, dogs, I um, definitely a dog person. I do have a cat as well, but that thing is um, it's on another level. But I just found <laughs> it living under my house, and um, I let it move in, and it never left. So yeah, it just it just lives somewhere now. It's around. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, who is your favorite superhero? Uh, Batman. Batman. Perfect. Do you nice. have a favorite yeah. Batman? Any of the actors? Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, oh, okay. That's a classic. Okay. One. Yeah, it's possibly an age thing because um, I was sort of old enough to remember when it came out, mm-hmm. and um, 
I went to the movies a lot to see that, you know. So um, they're all good. They're all well received. But, yeah, just, just for some reason, you know, like I, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I enjoyed him playing that role. Have you heard that he's going to most likely be reprising his role as Batman, as an older Batman in one of the No, I movies? hadn't, but um, yeah. I, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, no, no, I hadn't, but cool. Yeah, that'll be awesome. I, I guess also the film was, to me as well, just still a little bit, gimmicky a little bit more comic-y you know sort of like that yeah. tracy type of feel whereas now it's kind of gone i don't yeah sort of next level now you know so yeah yeah but Bat- batman nice. uh, yes. gotcha so this is actually a good segue into the next question is who was your favorite actor period not batman just your favorite actor uh that i would have to say arnold schwarzenegger um nice yeah just you know it's a bit sort of cliche but (laughs) it's too perfectly it fits yeah yeah he's the man he's awesome you know (laughs) (laughs) next one here is do you have any guilty pleasures guilty pleasures uh god that would have to be wrestling i'd imagine you know it's, that's um, funny you know chad's was wrestling yep. we interviewed someone yeah. else his guilty pleasure was also following wrestling so that's funny yeah it's um you know a couple of times a month i put on my spandex and i go out there and run around pretending <laughs> yeah. to be someone i'm not you know so, yeah. yeah love it uh number eight favorite tv show not spartacus not spartacus oh god off the top of my head um <laughs> it would have to be the walking dead um, I've invested a lot of time into that, but although in saying that, it's kind of like, nah, what the hell's happening now? You know, a little bit. It's kind of like, <laughs> yep. where's where's this thing going? You know, and you know, how's it going to end? Um, so yeah, it would. But yeah, I, I need to know. As I said, I've invested so much time into yep. it that I need to know where it's going to go. Yeah, but um, it, it is kind of feeling like it needs to kind of come to an end somewhere along the line. Yeah, that's how I felt about Game of Thrones. Didn't end too hot. and last question here i have is who would win in a fight theocles and barca or crixus and animaeus so 2v2 there i have to go for theocles you know how can you not you know what i mean got a bag self and um oh goodness crixus what are your feelings on that (laughs) It's hard to bet against Theocles, but I, I would probably give it to Crixus and Animaeus versus no Theocles and Barca. No personally, it's hard for me to look you in the eyes and say that right now. <laughs> you're a long way away, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you on the other side of the computer. World. I'm safe here. Who's, who's writing this? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like, you got to back yourself, you know. you gotta, you got to go through this, through this world backing yourself, you know. you got to go for Theocles. For sure. <laughs> no, I'm with you 100%. Theocles is taking that one. I'm a huge Barca fan, so of course I'm taking that side. Two of my favorite characters, Theocles and Barca. Barca. Yeah, two beasts. So, yeah, it's a vehicle, vehicle, So we don't want to keep you too long. So, Ruben, thank you so much for taking some time, you know, coming on our show. You've been awesome. Uh, you've been so friendly. It's been an incredible experience. Um, is there anything you want to tell our listeners or anything to promote? Uh, I know you have a match coming up July 18th. Is that correct? I do, yeah. It's our um, first first match back um, after COVID, you know. Like, I mm-hmm. think we're a little bit ahead of you guys, given all of that. Um, so things are somewhat back to normal down here in New Zealand. Um, 
we've got sort of like these lockup compounds which um, are quite poorly run with um, people are escaping and going down the road to buy alcohol and stuff so um, <laughs> it, it, yeah there's some pretty weird things going on but no I'm looking forward to that it's a bit of a special one actually because um, someone reached out to me and uh, they wanted to do something special for a, um, a little kid who's who's got cancer um, he's, he's terminal so um, it's kind of a company over here, kind of like your um, make a give wish. a little or, or make a wish type things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, got this this kid coming through, you know. So we're going to go out of our way to sort of make it sort of a special occasion for him. Wow, that's um, awesome. That's incredible. So um, I'm looking looking forward to that more than the wrestling itself, you know. Um, so yeah, so no, that that'll be good. Um, we'll do that, and um, yeah, just kind of. Plot on work is work is normal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, God, struggle right. is real, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh it yeah, is. exactly. Struggle yeah. is real. You know. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if I can, you know, if I get access to that over here in the states, I'll definitely be trying to watch that match. I know it'll be, um, you know, probably middle of the night, but I'll stay up 100. <laughs> percent um, <laughs> oh, thanks. So, thanks, guys. Um, pretty humbling for me, you know, to uh, for you guys to reach out and. Uh, as I sort of said, you know, it's um, down here in New Zealand, it wasn't hugely received, you know, but I, I actually still get a lot of um, people sort of reaching out from stateside or uh, sort of greater Europe, you know, every week or so, someone will, you know, send me something in my Instagram DM or something, you know, sort of saying, hey, is yeah. that you? You know what I mean? And um, usually I'll respond and usually they're quite like, wow, you got back to me, you know what I mean? Like, it's amazing. And I like, well, to me, it's it's nothing, you know. It's just a it's just a message, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but I, I guess you know a lot of people they may message people that they sort of look up to on TV and they don't respond to them, you know. Um, but um, yeah, it was for you guys to reach out and stuff, you know. It's, it's humbling for me, you know, that that people are still watching that body of work and, and that my part was that well remembered. So um, thank thank you, thank you very much. Of course, right. of course, have a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy, Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> enjoy you. the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Ruben. Bye, bye. Thank you. And that's going to be a wrap for us. Um, if you like what you heard, guys, uh, give Binge Down TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to our show on Spotify and Apple. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, Theocles Ruben Dejong. <laughs>